Hey fans, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're starting Daf Pezayin, Daf 87 of Masech the Yuvamis, friend. Uh, well, Daf uh, 87 we kind of talk about, uh, I don't know, like who can eat like truma and miser and that kind of stuff. Then we wrap up the ninth parak of Masech the Yuvamis and we get started onto the tenth parak of Masech the Yuvamis. Uh, so it's cool, we're really moving along here. I mean, Another few days, we'll just already be up to Tzadi. And then before you know, we'll be up to Kuf. I feel like Kuf is like, that's like the real turning point over here. Because then, once we're past the 100 mark, then I feel like the end is in sight. 122 pages. Masechta Yuvamis. I think it's the hardest Masechta. Um, at least the first 30 daf, I thought was like really hard. Alright, friends, let's go weiter. Um, so, where are we? We're going to start off, Pei Vav Amud Beis, at the Mishnah. Towards the bottom. Basi Srol, Shanises Likoyin. Okay, so if you have a Basi Srol and she's married to a Koyin, Toycha Abutrume, she could eat Trume, of course, right? Basi Srol is married to a Koyin, she could eat Trume. Mace, Viloy Menupain. If the Koyin dies, but they had a child together, Toycha Abutrume, she can continue eating Trume. Nises Levi, but now if she gets married to a Levi, well, then she can no longer eat chuma, but toicha b'maiser. She can eat maiser now. Mace v'loy menu bain. If the levi now dies, but they had a child together who's a levi, toicha b'maiser, she could continue eating maiser. Nisis Yisrael, she then marries a Yisrael. Lo tocha lo b'chuma v'lo b'maiser. She cannot eat chuma or maiser because she's married to Yisrael now. Mace v'loy menu bain. If the Yisrael dies and they had a child together who's a Yisrael, lo tocha lo b'chuma v'lo b'maiser. Well, she cannot eat chuma or maiser because her, you know, her last husband was a Yisrael, and um, they had a child who's Yisrael, and, and, and therefore she cannot eat Trumer or Meiser. Meis benam Yisrael, but if the child from the Yisrael died, well then tocha b'Meiser, she could still eat Meiser now on account of the child who is a um, 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 a, uh, a Levi. Meis benam Levi, if the child from the Levi dies, tocha b'Trumer, she could then eat Trumer because she still now has a son who's a Kohen. But if that, that child dies as well, she doesn't have any children anymore, she's a Bas Yisrael, she, she cannot eat any Truma or Maeser. Bas Koyin, she needs to Yisrael. If you have Bas Koyin, who marries, right, who, when she's in her father's house, she's allowed to eat Truma, but now she marries a Yisrael, so lo tocha she can no longer eat Truma. Meis v'loy menubein, if the Yisrael dies and they had a child together who's a Yisrael, lo tocha she cannot eat Truma. Nises levi. If she marries a Levi, Tochal B'Meiser, she can now eat Meiser. Meis V'loy Manubein, if the Levi dies, but they had a child together, Tochal B'Meiser, she can continue eating Meiser. And he says, the coin, if she then marries a coin, Tochal B'Chuma, she can eat Chumen. Meis V'loy Manubein, if um, the coin dies and they had a child together, who's a coin, Tochal B'Chuma, she can continue eating Chumen. Meis B'Nomi coin, but if the child from the coin dies, Lo Tochal B'Chuma, she can no longer eat Chumen. But she can continue eating Meiser. Meis benomi Levi lo tocha b'Meiser. If the son from the Levi dies, she can no longer eat Meiser. Meis benomi Yisrael chozeres levesavia. Now, if her child, the child that she had with the Yisrael dies, and she's a Baskoyin, well then she's no longer married to anybody. She no longer has any children. She goes back to her father's house, Vazon Emar, and on this the pasuk says v'shavel besavia kinurel that she goes back to her father's house like when she was a naara milechem aviatochal. Tochel, and she can eat from the bread of her father's house, i.e. she can resume eating trume once again. She goes back home, she doesn't have any children, she can eat trume once again. 
Now, it says the Gemara, that the Mishnah had said that um, if you have a, a Basisro who's married to a Koyin, she can eat Trumit, right? If they have a child together and then the husband dies, she can continue eating Trumit. If she's now married to a Levi, she can no longer eat trumit, but then she but she can eat meiser. If they have a child together and then the husband dies, well, she can continue eating meiser. If that child from the levy dies, then she goes. She can she can once again eat trumit on account of the fact that she has a child who's a koyin, right? So it says the gemara that if the child from that she had with the levy husband dies, well then she could can, she can go back to eating trumit again because she has a child who's a koyin. So how do we know this? That she can go back and continue eating chumet because of her son who's a koyin. That what the pasuk says in the context of going back to eating chumet uvas koyin kisia So it could have said bas, but it says uvas the extra vav. So command kriba kiva. That sounds like that's Rabbi Kiva. The darish vave that Rabbi Kiva learns out things from extra vavs. I feel the Rabbanu the says you can even say it's the rabbis kula. Uvas that that entire sort of when it says uvas koin, you don't need those two words at all. Because if you look in the Torah, the previous pasuk already said uvas koin kisia liishazar etc. It could have then just continued and said kisia liisha amanu grusha if she's a widow or a divorcee. We don't need it to say uvas koin a second time. That whole uvas koin thing is extra, and therefore that is what teaches us that um, if her child from the levy dies. And now, but she still has a child who's a koyin. She can continue, she can go back to eating trumet. That when she goes back to her father's house, she can go back and eat trumet, sure, but she cannot eat the um, breast and the thigh of korban shlom of 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 kachim kalim. Right, that when she was in her father's house initially, she was able to eat whatever they could eat. Right, trumet chazav ashok. But now, um, um, now when she was married and then divorced or <clears throat> widowed, and she goes back home, she can continue. She can go back to eating trume, but not chazav ashokam. Rav Chizda, Am Ravino Barshila Mikra says Rav Chizda, the name of Ravino Barshila. What do we have? A, where do we have a pasuk that says this? He betrumas hakodshim lo socha lo sochel. It says that she can eat the trumas hakodshim b'murim min hakodshim that which is separated. Taken from the animals, i.e., the chazav v'shok lo sochel, she cannot eat. Rav Nachman Omer Rabba Baravua milechem v'lo kol lechem prat lo chazav v'shok. Rabba Rav Nachman Omer Rabba Baravua says that we learn it out from the fact that it says milechem avias. So milechem from the bread, i.e., not all of the bread, i.e., she can eat chume but not chazav v'shok. Maskev Flomer Rav Baracham Rav Baracham asks the kasha. Ema prat laforis nedarim. Or maybe what it means is that. You know, she can go back to eating the bread, but not everything. Not everything, meaning that um, when she goes back home, her father can no longer nullify her vows. But says Rav, we already know this from the that a woman, what does it say? That if you have a widow or a uh, divorcee, so then there's nobody to annul her vows, to nullify her vows, and therefore whatever she vows is, is gonna take effect. So why do I need a Pasuk to teach me that the vow will stand? I mean, 
who's going to nullify it? She's divorced. She's widowed. She doesn't have a husband. She already left her father's house. So that Rasha Masar of the Shluchay Abal. Well, it's talking about a situation where the father uh, uh, delivered his daughter to the messengers of the husband. Um, oh, or the messengers of the father delivered this girl to the messengers of the husband. And then on the way, they either got divorced or she became a widow on the way. So do we consider her to still be in her father's house or to be uh, in her, uh, to have been in her new husband's house? What we learn is that once she is, you know, leaves her father's house, right? She's delivered to the um, um, messengers of the husband, of her future husband, so then he can no longer annul her vows. All right. That Rav Safra says that she can eat from the bread of her father, Lechem, Blobaso, yes, she can eat the bread, but not the meat, not the Chaz of Ashok, or Papa, Amar, Milechem, Avia, Tochel, Lechem, Akonu, Lavia, right, says from the bread of her father she can eat, bread that belongs to her father, Truma is the property of the Kohen, Prat, Lechaz of Ashok, Timishulchan, Gavok, Kazachu, to the exception of the breast and the thigh, that, um, that is not the property of the Kohen, that's the property of God, and, and God, you know, grants it to the Kohanim, but it's not considered theirs, and therefore she doesn't, um, when it says that she goes back to her father's house, to the things that her father gets, not to the things that are, right, the things that belong to her father, i.e. Trume, not to Chaz of Ashok, which is like a gift from God. Bravo Amr says, that the breast and the thigh, and you and your, and your sons and your daughters can eat it with you, when they are still with you, but once she leaves her house, then she loses that um, perk, and when she comes back, she can no longer, she cannot continue to eat um, trume. Uh, she cannot continue to eat chazav ashok. Amar vada bar hava tana ustak she chozeris levi savia chozeris lechume. That when she goes back to her father's house, she goes back to trume veino chozeris lechazav ashok. She does not. Um, uh, she cannot eat chazav ashok. However, b'shvil bina chozeris af lechazav ashok. However. There's a distinction that when we, when we said in our Mishnah that if you have a Bas Yisrael who's married to a coin and they have a child, i.e. she has a son who's a coin, and then she gets married to a Levi and they have a child together. So now she has a child who's a Levi. The Levi dies. So she's allowed to continue eating Meiser but not Trume. Then the, that child from the Levi dies. She then can go back and continue once again to eating Trume because she has a child who's a coin. Where if Adabarava is saying that when she goes back to eating Trume on account of the, fi- the fact that she has a child who's a coin, so in that case, in addition to being able to eat truma, she can also eat chaz of So, you know, in a situation where Baskoin is married to somebody else and then, you know, that person dies or they get divorced and she goes back home to eat truma, that's only truma but not chaz of But if she was like married to Levi and then, you know, the, the Levi died and there was a child and the child died, now she goes back to eating truma because she has a son who's, who's a kohen. So then she can eat truma as well as chaz of of matre. Rav Motre then went and um, told this over before Rav Ashi. So, 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 so he said, Rav Motre asked Rav Ashi, he says, I don't understand. How do you, how do you, learn, you know, where do you even learn the Salacha Bechlal that when the Levi dies and she goes back to eating Trume, 
So then, so then, you know that uh, you know that when the la- the lady dies, she can go back to eating truma because she has a child who's a son. It's from uvas mino. But if we're learning it out from basically uh, a baskoin who goes back to her father's house when her husband dies or she gets divorced, well then, just like she's only allowed to eat truma, but not of ashok, I would think that also when uh, the lady dies and she can go back to eating truma because she has a son who's a coin. That would also only be Chuma ben Achaz v'shok. So Ravashi answers, Hosm k'sivim yuto, achalok k'sivim yuto. Look over there, by the uh, Bas Koyin who goes back home. So there's these all these different uh, limitations that we, we, we gave a whole bunch of different options why it should only be Chuma ben Achaz v'shok. But that, we don't necessarily have those limitations in the case of a woman who can go back to eating um, Chuma on account of um, you know her son who's a, who's a Koyin. In that case, she would be able to uh, go back to eating chuma as well as chazav ashok. Baskoin chinisesli so chule uwa. So if you have epis a baskoin and she marries Yisrael uwa tanur banu abestav shavu besavio father she marries Yovu, so that she goes back to her father's house. So so you have a baskoin. She was married to Yisrael. When she's married to Yisrael, so of course she's not allowed to eat chuma anymore. But when she goes back to her house, it says that if she gets divorced or if her husband dies, then she goes back to her father's house, um, to the exclusion of um, if she has to do Yibum, because then she doesn't go back to her father's house. She still has a Zika with the brother. Uh, like when she was a Naira, like when she was growing up, to the exclusion of if she is pregnant. If she's pregnant, so that, you know, she wasn't pregnant beforehand when she was in her father's house. So they're also, therefore also, if she's pregnant now, she doesn't revert to eating trume. But one second. How come I need the pasuk? How, do, how come I need kinurel to exclude if she's pregnant? I can learn that logically. What's the logic? So now we're going to get into a, a whole bunch of these kavachomers. Uh, you ready? Hold on. What's the phrase? Hold on to your seats? Is that a phrase? If it's not. Then we'll, we'll coin the term. This is big, friends. We're going to coin a new term. Hold on to your seats. It may have already been coined, though. Dennis, has hold on to your seats already been coined? Oof. Friends, did you get that? Meaning, if you have Sarah, and Sarah was married to some guy, and they had, they had a baby together, and then the guy died. Um, so, so, she doesn't have to do Yibam, right? There's a baby. Now she gets remarried to some other guy, and that guy dies, and they don't have a baby. So, we gotta keep that guy's name going. There's no baby to keep his name going. So now she's got it. So even though she already has a baby from a previous marriage, that is not going to make her potter from Yibum. She's still going to have to do Yibum in order to keep the second husband's name going. So now, right, so to read that again, that we don't treat the child from the first marriage as though the child is also from the second marriage, the Fochumina Yibum, to say that, well, there's a baby. You don't do yibum. We don't say that, and she does have to do yibum. And nonetheless, over also uber kiyulud, we treat 
I keep on getting nervous that somebody's going to walk in the door and distract me. Um, also, Uber Kiyalud, we make the um, um, Uber the 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 right by 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 uh, um, uh, Yibum. We treat a pregnancy as if the baby is born, right? That if she is pregnant, right? If Reuven's married to Sarah and Reuven dies and Sarah is pregnant, so she doesn't do Yibum. So even though Yibum is more stringent in that she has to do Yibum even if she already has a baby from a previous marriage. And yet we say, but if she is pregnant, she doesn't have to do Yibum. Malcolm Shah also volod min harishin kivolod min asheni lefosum min achume. But in a situation where, let's say, you have a Baskoin who is married to a Yisrael and they have a baby. And then the husband dies and then she gets remarried. And then that guy dies. And we say, well, she can't go back to eating Trume because she, she has a baby from the first husband. And therefore, she has a baby from Yisrael. She can't go back to eating Trume. So over here we're saying that the fact that she has a baby from the first husband is relevant. Well then certainly we'll be stringent there and say that um, we'll treat the Uber like right meaning if we're treating the right if we're treating the fir- the child from the first marriage as if uh, you know right that right that he's relevant in this case, so then certainly we well let's say this. In the first case by Yibum, where the child from the first marriage is irrelevant and yet we treat the uh, pregnancy as significant, well then certainly where the child from the first marriage is relevant to say that she's not allowed to eat trume because there's a child from the Yisrael, well then certainly in that case um, the pregnancy will be relevant as well. And uh, she would not go back to eating trume. So then why do I even need the posuk to teach me that if she's pregnant she doesn't go back to eating trume? I can learn it off from Makava Homer. So Enudin Shinaisa Uber Kiyalud. So certainly I should make an Uber like a Yalud low. Lingmar says no. Mali also Uber Kiyalud. Linyun Yibum. I can make the argument that look, by Yibum, we treat a pregnancy as if the baby was born to say that she doesn't have to do Yibum. Shari also Mesim Kichai. Because when it comes to Yibum, we also make the dead like they're alive. Ooh, that sounds spooky. We make the dead like they're alive. That's some serious stuff. What does that mean? It means that, well, what happens in a situation where Ruven is married to Sari and they have a baby? Mazel tov. Ruven goes to Wellwood. Now, Sari doesn't need to do Yibum because there's the baby. She then goes and gets married to some other fellow. The baby dies. So now, effectively, Ruven doesn't have any offspring. So on the one hand, I would think that um, she needs to go back and do Yibum, or at least do Chalitza, because uh, Ruven doesn't have anybody to carry on his name. Yet we don't say that. We treat the baby as if he's alive, as if Ruven has offspring, and Sarah doesn't need to do Chalitza or anything like that. So when it comes to Yibum, we treat the dead like they're alive, i.e. if this child, meaning if, at the time that Reuven died, there was a child. Even if the child later dies, we treat him as if he, as if he's alive to the extent that she doesn't, you know, need to do yibum or chalitza or anything like that. So, right? So, so, 
Again, Mali also uber ki elud yibum. Yeah, we make a, a, a pregnancy like as if though he's born, as if he's born by yibum. Shall we also make some kichai? Also by yibum, we make the dead like they're alive. Nice, uber ki elud trume. Would we make a pregnancy like as though he was born with regard to trume? She lo also mesim kichaim, where we don't treat the dead like they are alive. Meaning, if you have a baskoyin and she's married to a Yisrael, and then you know the guy dies, the Yisrael and they have a baby, of course, right? Baskoyin is married to a Yisrael, they have a baby, and then the fellow goes to Wellwood, the husband goes to Wellwood. So she's not allowed to eat chuma. But if the baby now dies, she can go back to eating chuma. We don't treat that baby who's dead as though he's alive to prevent it from eating chuma. Rather, we make We don't treat the dead as if they're alive. So maybe over there, I would say that by chuma, um, we do not treat a, 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 a uber kiyilut. So tamalomar, kinurea, pradlimuberis. That is why uh, we need to have the pasuk to teach Kinurel to say that if she's pregnant, then she does not uh, uh, get to eat chume. We had to teach both the situation of when she's pregnant as well as the situation as when she doesn't have uh, right to say that you know she that that she only can. Uh, go back to eating chuma if she doesn't have any children, but if she has children, she cannot go back to eating chuma if her husband dies. Because of Achmona, because if we'd only have the pasuk of, well, if she doesn't have children, she can go back to eating chuma, but if she has children, then she cannot. Maybe that's because, look, initially when she was by her father's house growing up, it was just her. But now it's her and a child, so therefore she cannot go back to eating chuma. But I might think, look, when she was growing up, it was just her. Now also, it's the same body. It's just one body. There aren't two separate bodies. So therefore, maybe I would think that if she's pregnant, she can go back to eat chumas. So therefore, I have to teach her, no, if she's pregnant, she cannot go back to eating chumas when she goes back to her father's house after her husband dies. Uh, fine. Because of Rachmane, Muberis, and if we would only have the case of when she's pregnant, to make her... Gufa Srika Vashta Gufa Maya. I'll say, look, when she's pregnant, she cannot go back to eating chume. Because initially when she was growing up, she didn't have, uh, uh, she wasn't filled up with a baby. Um, uh, but uh, now she's filled up with a baby. Avozera Einla, but I might think that when, um, you know, with regard to children, to make her Gufa Srika Vashta Gufa Srika Emelo, Srika. That by children, I may have thought to say, look, well, when she was growing up, she had an empty, uh, uh, she was empty inside. And now when she has children, sure, she has children, but she's not pregnant. She, you know, she's also empty inside. So therefore, I might think that when she goes back home, you know, if her husband dies, so then she'll be able to eat rumen. Kamash Malon. So therefore, we have to teach that both if she has children or if she's pregnant, she may not go back to her father's house to eat chume. Now, the next three lines of the Gemara, uh, I don't know, we're just giving like random mnemonics. You ready? Okay, here we go. Simon Amale lo naisa maisa bimisa naisa velo naisa bivolod yovam uchumu yibum uchumu simen. Moving on. Omer le revuda midaskarta the rov. Nervuda midaskarta says to rov. Now, interesting. Um, okay, we're going to do like a whole bunch of these like Kava Homers now. So, 
Just, your friends, you ready for Kava Homers? Good, let's go fighter. So, Lo Naisa Mesim Kichayim Linyonibum. Let's say that the dead is not like they are alive with regard to Yibum from Kavachomer. Right? We had said that the dead are like they are alive, meaning if Ruvain dies and Sarah has a baby, so she doesn't have to do Yibum. If the baby then later dies, we don't, we, we treat the baby as though he was alive, i.e. that she doesn't need to, she still doesn't need to do Yibum or Chalitza. But Rava suggests, Lo let's not treat the dead like they are alive. The Inyon Yibum Mikava Chomer Mabmokum Shasa Volod Minarishin Kivolod Minasheni. If by Trume, where we say that the child that the Baskoyan had with the Yisrael, um, uh, we we treat right. Uh, it, so then, so then you know, if if she then marries another fellow and he dies, we say, well, she's she still has this child. So so we treat this this child as significant. To say that she's not Lady Chuma because she had a baby with this Yisrael. And yet, we do not treat the dead like they're alive, right? If this kid dies, then she can go back home and eat Chuma. Well, then in a case where we do not make the Volod from the Rishin, like the Volod from the Rishin, to say that she's Potter from Yibum, well, then certainly then we should not treat the dead like they are alive. Well, that's why the Pasuk says in uh, Mishle, right? Of course. That it's that the ways of the Torah are pleasant and all of its paths are peace. Meaning, what, what are we trying to argue over here? Well, let's try to argue that by Yibum, right, we say that by Yibum, if Reuven is married to Sarah, they have a baby, Reuven goes to Wellwood, well, there's a baby, so she doesn't have to do uh, Yibum or Chalitza, and then she gets married to somebody else. Now, we're saying that if this baby now dies, so effectively Reuven doesn't have any offspring, we're saying that we treat the baby as if he's still alive to the extent that she doesn't need to do uh, Chalitza, essentially. Now, we just wanted to argue that maybe we would treat the dead baby as a dead baby and not a live baby. And uh, if that's the case, then Reuven doesn't have anybody to carry on his name. Maybe she would have to do, you know, Yibum, but she got remarried, so she wouldn't be doing Yibum. She would do Chalitza at least. But we say, but that wouldn't be very nice. That would be kind of awkward and make, like, the relationship with her husband kind of weird. Um, like, they're married, but she has to do, like, Chalitza. It gets weird. So we say, that the ways of the Torah are pleasant and all of its paths are peace, i.e., We'll treat the dead child as if he's still alive to say that she does not need to do um, chalitza anymore. All right, fine. V'naisim meisim kechaim. All right, I just saw the door, the gate open. Let's see. Uh oh, do I hear a key going in the door? Not yet. I'm listening. I might though. Not yet. Okay, we might be in the clear. Oof, that was intense. But let's say that with regard to Trume, let's make the dead like they're alive. Right? We said that by Trume, if she has Epis a baby, so then she's not allowed to eat Trume, right? meaning a Baskoyan who's married to Yisrael and they have a baby, she can, and then the husband dies, she cannot go back to eating Trume because she has a baby. But if the baby dies, the baby's dead, she can go back to her house and eat Trume. So, but why don't we treat 
the dead child as though he's alive then in Truma with regard to Truma Mikavachomer from logic. In a place where we do not treat the volor from the Rishon like the volor from the Sheni, the Fotrum and Ayibum to say that uh, she is part of Yibum, right? Meaning, even though she had a child with comes to Yibum, even though she had a child from the first husband, she still has to do Yibum. And nonetheless, also Mesim Kechayim, we treat Mesim Kechayim. They're dead like they're alive. So when it comes to right, the when it comes to Truman, where we treat the child from the first husband like a child from the uh, second husband, I need to say that even when the second husband dies, she still cannot go back to eating Truman because she has this child. Certainly then I would think that if the child dies, so we would treat him like he's alive, just like by Yibam. He says, look, the Pasuk says that if she doesn't have any children, she can go back and eat Chumah. She doesn't have any children. The child died. Let's say that when it comes to Yibum, the child from the first marriage should be like the child from the second marriage, i.e. to say that she doesn't have to do Yibum. If by Chumah we do not make the dead like they're alive, nonetheless, also, we treat the child from the first um, husband like the child from the second husband, i.e., if the second husband dies, um, she still has that child and she cannot go back to Eden Shumi. Well, if by Yibum, where we treat the dead like they're alive, certainly we should treat the child from the first husband like the child from the second husband, Tamalomer, Uven Einlo, Vio Einlo. We say that um, that um, uh, look. It says that by 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 yibum that if he doesn't have any children, so you have to do yibum. So here, if he, does, he doesn't have any children, what do I mean to tell you? Even though she has a, a child in the first marriage, but this then she got remarried. This fellow doesn't have any offspring, so you have to do yibum. What do you want me to tell you? For the nice development, Arishin, development, Asheni, the Chume. Let's say that by Chumah we would not treat the child from the first marriage like the child from the second marriage. If in a place where we treat the uh, dead like they are alive to say that she doesn't need to do Yibum, and yet we do not treat the child from the first husband like the child from the second husband. If by Chumah we do not treat the dead like they are alive, and certainly then we should make the child from the first one like the child from the second one. Talmud, uh, I'm sorry, in Shiloh, that we should not make the child uh, from the first one the child from the second one. Talmud Lomar, Yeshla. We say, yeah, but you can only go back um, uh, to eating Truma if you don't have any kids. But here you have a kid, so you can't go back to eating Truma. Basically, there was a lot of uh, Kavachomers. It was pretty confusing. Uh, you probably should do it slower if uh, you want. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that was like basically we wrapped up the uh, ninth parak of Masech Yavamas. I think we'll hold it here and pick up in the new parak uh, tomorrow. But uh, all right, that was a uh, interesting daf. We talked about um, yeah, like being able to eat truma with like kids and uh, Kohanim and Levim and Yisraelim and stuff like that. Peace out.